Hello and welcome to another episode. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about Instagram and how Instagram is removing likes from everybody's posts and how I actually think that is a good thing. So keep on listening and let's get to it. So, Instagram. And if you're listening to this, that is a 99% sure you have your Instagram account like set up and everything. You use it on a regular basis. And I'm also willing to bet that you check Instagram at least once a day. And at least once a day is lesser compared to most people I know who are checking Instagram multiple times a day, including me. I also check my Instagram way more than anybody should check any social media website or app. So I kind of wanted to talk about Instagram for a really long time now because there are so many things about Instagram that recently have started to irk me and not just Instagram I have no ill will towards anybody you know who uses Instagram and who likes Instagram this is just about me and how it affects me and a lot of it has to do with how I interpret things and I think for me Instagram started off as a fun hobby. I remember I went on Instagram and like made up my account and everything way before anybody else I knew did because I used to, you know, since always I've been a very avid YouTube watcher and you know, the YouTube community or any social media people community will always hit on like a new app or a new trend faster than the general public catches on to it. And a lot of the times these are the people who set trends as well. So even now I watch a lot of lifestyle kind of vlog YouTubers. I don't watch a lot of informational videos. I don't like a lot of movie type document series type videos. I'm more into like a lifestyle person where I feel like I can relate to the person who's making that YouTube video. And I used to and I always do watch a lot of these lifestyle girly beauty guru type YouTubers. I think I've kind of grown past that recently because I'm older now. But when I was 13 or 14, that's literally all that I consumed. So I remember being on Instagram way before anybody else that I knew like all my friends were. So it was something I definitely was introduced to by the internet and by random people online rather than being introduced to it by my friends. And you know in the beginning for the first like one month I had my Instagram account I just like used to post like photos on it. I remember I used to take photos Uh, of like the road and the trees and like I remember posting a photos of like the cake I was eating or something like that and initially I used to get like a few likes and there was a point where I started getting creepy comments which I still do get a lot of creepy comments but that's kind of when I started realizing that this is kind of weird so I remember putting my profile on private and even now my profile is on private for reasons that I think is healthy to have my Instagram private and not have anybody access to it because I've talked about this before people like to gossip and having an Instagram be public is kind of easier for people to kind of gossip about I mean people are going to gossip and talk about you no matter what but kind of leaving some things of your life private is in my opinion a good thing so talking about Instagram I stopped using Instagram for a while I had maybe like six posts on there when it suddenly was a wave in my school and everybody suddenly got instagrams i think this was in the 8th or the 9th standard and i haven't deleted a lot of my instagram posts so if you scroll back you can actually see some of like the earlier posts that i did and i haven't deleted anything off of my instagram which is another thing that i think people have done is uh, go back and delete a lot of their previous photos with like people or photos like when they weren't looking you know that they thought as well 
and for me i've never felt like i needed to go back and delete those photos because you know what at that time that is how i looked and that's i'm fine with that i'm not embarrassed by it it is definitely cringy that a lot of photos with people that i don't talk to anymore a lot of photos with people who kind of ended up not being in my life for like good and bad reasons so i haven't really felt the need to go back and delete everything which i think is the very first toxic trait that i need to kind of address about instagram is that we feel like we need to be perfect for our instagrams and it's just something that we've seen on everybody else and it's just kind of been like a herd mentality thing but everybody's life looks amazing and perfect and beautiful and just you know flawless on instagram and i think this was a recent thing but people are genuinely trying to change that and kind of be more open and be more real and raw on their instagram but i don't understand why we went from being real and raw and funny and just being ourselves to in the middle it kind of reached a point where everybody was using instagram as this method to kind of make their life look perfect and nobody's life is perfect nobody's life is what it looks like on instagram even if you're like someone who claims to be real and open on instagram and talks about you know the low parts of your day and talks about stuff that did not go as well as you think it did even then the instagram is not at all an accurate representation of what your life is actually like and for the longest time i used to feel and i think i still do and a lot of people feel this way you go on instagram and you suddenly just start feeling bad because everything you see on instagram is so curated and so perfect and i think i'm the one to blame for a lot of this because because i used to be an avid youtube watcher and i still am i think 70% of what i follow on my instagram are these like big youtubers which have their entire careers on instagram think about this there are a lot of people okay youtubers again i guess that's a completely different platform so that is their life but there are a lot of bloggers and instagrammers whose entire careers whose entire life is built on an app called Instagram and their entire way of like earning their livelihood and paying their bills and just doing anything is because of an app and there is something kind of scary about that and like if i ever put myself in that position which don't mind me for the longest time i thought being an instagram influencer was so cool and you get an you get an amazing array of perks like the amount of free stuff you get as an instagram influencer and how like quote and quote easier it is than other jobs and how much money there is in that if you you know do it right and have a big following it definitely looks very very you know something like is a dream for a lot of people and for me also for the longest time it was i used to genuinely want to do that and genuinely want to be you know something like that i have a friend who you know she had about up 1.5000 followers or whatever and something happened overnight and maybe she landed on like the correct explore pages or something but i remember in a span of 2 months this girl she suddenly got 20000 followers and now and now she has i think about 80000 i don't talk to her anymore so i don't really know anything but i do follow her and like look at her posts every once in a while and now she has like 80000 followers and she gets money to promote stuff on instagram and all of this stuff and it's kind of crazy to think that you know just because you have a lot of people following you you can suddenly earn crazy amounts of money using an app and have your entire career be based off of that and these are these like influencers and these instagram models that kind of promoted this mentality that everything needs to look perfect all the time and sometimes i think about it and it genuinely makes me really sad that 
you go on anybody's Instagram and they're looking perfect and you're basically taking this, basically taking that highlight reel, taking every single good thing that they've posted. Their stories are all, you know, good things and their posts are all them looking perfect and them on like crazy vacations or doing cool things with their cool friends, whatever, just, you know, all fun kind of good looking things. And that is like an online personality. That is the image they've created for themselves online. So if you don't know anybody and, you know, you kind of, stumble across their Instagram, all you see is them being perfect. All you see is them just having all the good days in their life, one after one after one. And if you don't know anybody, you don't know their good days, but you can kind of get a glimpse of their good days using Instagram, but you don't know anything about how bad their days might get sometimes. And you end up doing this whole comparison thing, which I guess comparison happens everywhere and you don't really need a platform or Instagram, let's say, to be the root cause of comparison. But Instagram does cause a lot of comparison between people, including me. I compare myself to people on Instagram on a daily basis. And I think recently it got to a point where I genuinely feel like I need a detox. And comparing your... The thing is that I've noticed is we tend to take... When we're comparing people or just comparing anything to anything, we tend to take the good parts of other people's lives. Let's say in this case, it's their Instagram... And we will not compare it to our good days, which, you know, will also be our Instagrams. But we, because we know us so well, and because we live as us, and we know everything that goes on in our lives, we tend to compare other people's good things with our, you know, average days or our bad days. And a lot of the times when I'm having a really, really bad day, and I'm just not feeling the best, and I look at look at Instagram, and I look at everybody's amazing days, it can help you just go become worse and not make you feel better in any way and sometimes I will actually go on my you know on iPhones there's a thing where you can actually see your screen time so it shows you how much on an average time you spend you know on your phone and where these where all the time is going and which apps you use the most etc and sometimes I will actually just go on there and look at the fact that I genuinely spend the most time out of every single app on Instagram. So on my phone, a good 30 to 40% of what I do is scroll through Instagram. And the thing is, it also shows you how many pickups you have like every hour. So how many times you pick up your phone every hour. And sometimes I'll just find myself looking at, you know, the daily average and etc. And out of let's say 10 times I'm picking up my phone in an hour, I'm picking it up for Instagram six times. And the first app I will open after I pick up my phone will be Instagram. The first app I look at, so the moment I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is scroll through like my notifications to see if anything important happens. And it's usually really nothing of importance. If there's an important message, I'll reply to it right away. But the next thing I find myself doing is going on my Instagram. And imagine waking up in the morning when you have an entire day in front of you, you you know, have plans if you want to do X and Y and achieve this and that, and you have so many plans for the day. And the first thing you do when you wake up is look at everybody's highlight reel. And because I follow a lot of, you know, influencers who usually live in the Western countries, most of them at least, their day is my night. So when I wake up, I literally see them having a good day at that very second. Well, I've literally just woken up and achieved a grand total of nothing. And waking up every morning and subjecting the first thing that you're subjecting yourself to being a, a constant comparison of everybody else's good days and everybody else's good things 
can genuinely take a toll on your mental health. And I remember that I usually don't care about how I look a lot of the times. I mean, obviously, I'm particular about, you know, I like putting on makeup sometimes. I like, you know, I like doing my hair. I like straightening my hair. It makes me feel confident, makes me feel good. And I genuinely think for the longest time that I did, you know, I, I still think actually that I do my makeup for myself. I genuinely enjoy it. I'm not doing it to impress anybody. I'm not doing it because, you know, I genuinely feel like I need to wear makeup on a daily basis. I do go out. I go to class. I go, you know, all the time everywhere without makeup, without my hair being straightened, without, you know, just without having any of these extra things on me. Just, I will just go out into the world and do things as I am. But when I look at my Instagram, I cannot find a single post where I don't have makeup on and I don't have like my hair properly done in years. So that when I when I was scrolling through my Instagram and I was thinking of the you know things I wanted to talk about, I genuinely realized that even though I'm completely comfortable with you know looking you know, having my natural hair be out and not having any makeup on. It's like not having like the best of clothes on, just being in sweatpants and like a hoodie or something. I'm completely comfortable living like that. I'm completely comfortable going out, you know, in public like that. But I'm not comfortable showing my Instagram that my natural hair is not what it looks like. And for a lot of people that I know who don't really meet me that often, who know me basically mostly because of my Instagram, people genuinely think my hair is that texture it's my hair is not straight my hair is curly like I have curly wavy hair and no one has ever seen that because when I'm out in public with my hair being natural I don't ever put it like down I always have it up in a bun because I don't want anybody to see it because somehow somewhere down the line you know just social media and Instagram and other people and just comparisons and everything made me believe that my natural curly hair is ugly. And that is something I'm still trying to battle. I still don't think I've gone out in public in the past two or three months, I think, with my hair down and actually not being straightened. So I'm either going out with my hair straightened and looking how I like it to look, which is how it looks on my Instagram as well, or I'm going out in the public with my hair in a bun because I don't want anybody to see how my natural hair looks like. And I think Instagram is definitely not to blame for this. This is definitely my inner demon that I need to get over the fact that I need to, you know, and not just me, I think everybody, we all need to appreciate how we look. And even makeup, I'm completely fine with not wearing makeup for weeks on end. But sometimes if I'm going somewhere, a good analogy I can give, I think, is let's say I'm going somewhere with a friend to have lunch. If I know that I'm not going to get like a photo there, if I'm going just to like a normal place that I've gone multiple times, like a McDonald's or something, not so special, I don't mind going there, you know, without makeup on. I don't mind going there, you know, with, you know, not any hair product in it, etc. But if I'm going to a place where I know I can get photos, like if it's a place with photo opportunities, I find myself not going unless I look perfect. And a lot of the times I will dress up solely solely to get an Instagram photo and there is something about that that freaks me out and it's so embarrassing to admit out loud that I have the last like five six times I've dressed up because it's been finals and because college really has nothing going on the last six to seven times I clearly remember wearing makeup properly is because I wanted an Instagram photo because I was going somewhere special and that is kind of embarrassing like 
I mean, again, I don't do makeup with the whole aspect of, you know, feeling like I need to do makeup. I'm completely comfortable in my own skin. I do, you know, get acne all the time. I do have, you know, uh, a pimple or two here, here and there. And I don't mind that. That's fine by me. But somehow portraying the fact that this is my natural skin without like a shit ton of makeup on it, portraying that on Instagram is something that I just can't find myself doing. And it genuinely is something that I've wanted to kind of battle and just want to post a photo with no makeup and I just haven't been able to. So I'm literally sitting right now and I'm scrolling through my Instagram feed and every single photo that, you know, has my face in it that isn't like photo of the sky or something has me wearing makeup in it. Except the one photo in which I'm in the swimming pool because I was swimming. Um, we only really see my face in it and my hair is wet because it's a swimming pool. But other than that, every single... And I don't think that counts either because, you know, it's a swimming pool photo. Your hair is going to be wet and my face isn't visible, so I don't care much. But every other photo, I have makeup on. And I don't even wear makeup this often in real life. But on my Instagram, I think for me and for a lot of people on Instagram, we've created this sort of, how do I call it? This character of ourselves on Instagram that I feel like we separated it from our actual identities. At least for me, I don't know, this could all really mean nothing for anybody who's listening. But for me, someone who genuinely uses Instagram more than anything else and loves taking I love taking photographs don't mind me wrong I I absolutely enjoy going places and you know going on vacations and taking photographs I love photographs I take photographs a lot because I like looking back on the memories of it it genuinely makes me happy if I'm going to let's say a vacation I love getting like 15 million photos of it just so I can look at it months later and you know kind of be transported back to that moment in time and I'm really happy that I haven't reached that point where I'm taking photos just because I feel the need to post on Instagram. And I post a lot. My friends will attest that for you any day. There was a point where I used to post on Instagram every single day. And no, I did not look perfect every single day. I would just take photos and just save them up. And every single time I felt, and this is so embarrassing to admit out loud, I have photos saved on my phone like in a separate folder which uh, you know are like my favorites that I can post on Instagram so I have a separate folder in my photos app photos with photos that I want to post on Instagram and they're all ready and they're all edited and every single time I feel and this is so embarrassing I reached a point in my life last semester where every single time I felt down and I felt jittery and I had anxiety the first thing I would think about doing is posting one of those saved photos on Instagram and the reason is that it kind of, it kind of is, you know, kind of gives you instant gratification. You post a photo and you will get likes on it within seconds. There will be people liking it. There'll be a couple of people who comment on it. Now, I don't get a lot of likes. I mean, you know, I'm not like, oh, I have like a million followers. So like I get 20,000 likes in a minute. No, but you get, you do get a certain number of likes and you do get a certain number of comments. And every single time I found myself just being sad, I found myself going to that folder, selecting a random photo and posting it. Was it ever? I've never posted a photo. I think I have once or twice, but I've rarely posted a photo like the day it was taken. A lot of the times I post photos months after they've been clicked, months after that entire thing is over, just because it used to give me instant gratification. And recently, the past two weeks, I've stopped doing that. And 
I just find myself posting on Instagram now, I think the past month, I guess, when I feel like I want to post. I don't do it to feel better anymore. I don't do it for the instant gratification. And I definitely don't do it because I feel like I need to post on Instagram. I'm fine going months without posting anything on Instagram if I don't feel like that is anything that I want to post. But, you know, when I do post, it has to be perfect. Like, it has to look the way I want it to look, it has to go with like everything else in my feed. It has to kind of fit with the other photos. The caption needs to be perfect. And this is something that I'm not the only one who thinks about. I know a lot of people my age that I know think like this about their Instagrams. And I think it's a lot of girls who think this way, but I know guys who think this way as well. I know a lot of guys who care a lot about how their Instagram looks, but it's it's girls who are kind of trying to make it more. I think it's the whole uh, community of these Instagram models that created this image that this is how your Instagram is supposed to be. This is how you're supposed to use the app. And no one really specified how you're supposed to use Instagram. You're just supposed to do whatever you feel comfortable with. But um, somewhere, something happened where Instagram just became this uh, portfolio of everything good in your life. And it's not specified that that's how it has to be, but it just has become that way. And you know, it is something that I think we we need to start taking an actual, you know, an actual effort to fix. And I was kind of going through, you know, Instagram the other day. And I was going through like my highlights and my stories. And a lot of the times, uh, people feel like they're posting on Instagram because they want to show other people how their how good their life is, kind of makes them feel better about themselves. But for me, uh, for, uh, for a really long time, I just post on Instagram because you know, I wanted to kind of get over that anxiety that I had and it, it would instantly distract me from whatever was bothering me and give me something else I wanted to focus on, which was refreshing the photo to keep getting all those likes, which I know is so unhealthy and I've stopped doing that and I've recognized that that is an unhealthy trait. But for a long time, I find myself, you know, um, going to my Instagram and curating it perfectly, making it look perfect, putting all the correct highlights, making sure all my highlights have covers, etc, etc. And I found myself doing all those extra things and putting all this extra effort because I wanted, in a weird way, I wanted to create this personality or this character for myself using my Instagram that I feel like would make me feel better. And I cannot articulate into words what I'm trying to convey right now, but in a way that I just think that making my Instagram look perfect and look good is somehow me fixing my life because it looks so good on paper. And I want to do an entire podcast episode on why looking good on paper is a phrase that kind of revolves around me in my life a lot. And looking good on paper is something that I felt like deep in my heart in so many different ways. This phrase comes back to me and it just makes some something inside my head shifts. But Curating a perfect Instagram for myself was a way to make myself feel better for the longest, longest, and longest time. And what I want to do, and why I even started this entire podcast episode in the first place, is because I found an article on Forbes.com, and I think it has already happened, so it's something that is definitely real, is that Instagram may be getting rid of likes on their platform. And I want to go deep into what it is, and why it's happened and why I think it's really good. But before that, I think we need to talk a little bit about, um, you know, some stats that I found, you know, on, you know, the internet. Where else would I find these stats? 
obviously the internet okay so i have some user statistics about instagram on a blog on hootsuite.com and i'm going to obviously link every single blog i refer in the show notes below but as we know we have about 7.7 billion people on the planet and counting this is definitely not an exact number but you know let's assume it's around 7.7 billion people and we have 1 billion people who use instagram every single month so approximately that is 1/8 and a little more than 1/8 of every single person in the world so out of every single person who exists on earth right now at this second including the tiny babies who don't know what social media is to the really really old people who don't use any kind of social media apps or anything you know that's to that has to do with the internet i know a lot of i know a lot of older people have started getting on the whole instagram thing now but mostly i think it still remains a millennial thing but apart from that 1 billion people that is 1/8 of everybody who exists on the planet earth right now has instagram and if you remove you know people who are living in conditions where instagram is not accessible to them people who are kids and who don't have instagram accounts of their own people who are older and don't have instagram accounts of their own like my parents don't have instagram accounts you know my grandparents don't have instagram accounts if you remove everybody which i don't have an exact number of that yet but all of everybody who is the correct demographic or demographic to use instagram i think we can say 1/4 or maybe 1/3 of everybody has instagram and there is something powerful with that statement that this app has taken over our life in this sense another statistic is that 88% of instagram users are outside the us so the us can definitely be like a place where a lot of trends originate and i'm you know wrong with a lot of things but instagram but 12% of people who use instagram are us citizens but a lot of them are not and they're from a lot of the important i think major cities or countries around the world that has instagram as one of their top used apps is india obviously i think it's our population that aids to that there's brazil indonesia turkey russia as well as japan so it has a mix of just first world countries as well as second world countries so it's not just a first world countries thing it's developing countries developed countries every single thing doesn't matter instagram is big there as well now 71% of instagram users around the world are below the age of 35 so they're all let's say younger kind of like our generation kind of more millennials and the ratio of males to females is kind of equal so from the age bracket of 18 to 24 17% of users are male and 15% are female this is a distribution amongst every single age which is why 15 and 17 do not add up to 100 um the next most popular demographic is 24 24 and 25 so just basically this one age where or oh not it's not wow this website has some it has a typo it says 25 to 24 which i think it should be 25 to 34 which 17% of users are male and 16% female and then 35 to 44 age group where 9% female and 7% male which is these are the top 3 age demographics where instagram is most used and 72% of us teens use instagram and 35% of adults use instagram so out of everybody who's an adult there's a good 35% of us using instagram 
and 34% of Instagram users are millennials and 22% of all Instagram users log on to Instagram at least once a day. That means one-fifth of everybody who owns an Instagram account is checking Instagram daily. And 38% of these users check Instagram multiple times a day. And 25% of smartphone owners use Instagram. So those are some pretty, those are some pretty high stats for just, a, just something that isn't, for most people, not really something that is used for productivity. Instagram is for a lot of us, including me, just something that we do for fun. It's not supposed to be or is something that provides us with any value. And if I ever go back and check just how many hours in a day I use Instagram, I think I'm going to hate myself. So I think I'm not going to do that because I just cannot get myself. I just cannot. There is something about that. Just just getting a number in my head of just how much I use Instagram that just bothers me. So I'm just going to go over my everyday stats. This is scary. Okay, so the last seven days, which I've just been in my room, I haven't left and done anything. I haven't met anybody, gone anywhere. I've just kind of been a hermit. Uh, my, My average is eight hours and 55 minutes a day, which which is nine hours a day. That is more than a third of my day I'm spending on my phone. That is, that, that's crazy. And out of those eight hours, 55 minutes a day, I spend 12 hours and 36 minutes. This is um, 12 hours and 36 minutes of Instagram use in the entire week. So approximately less than a couple hours of Instagram in a day. Now, those are some pretty crazy stats for me as you know someone who doesn't need to use instagram and someone who i haven't even posted anything on my instagram in the last seven days so what really am i doing on there that that kind of scares me my next most used app is youtube and then whatsapp and twitter and my podcast app which i i think i spend a lot of my time listening to podcasts but because my phone isn't on for most of them it's just me playing it on my speaker or using headphones I don't think it counts as actual screen time so that was my screen time little analysis so let's move on and talk about why Instagram is actually removing likes and why I think that's actually a good thing all right so let's talk about Instagram likes and for me personally I am really happy and like touch wood really glad about the fact that I do not care a lot about how many likes I get on Instagram and I used to a lot Um, there was a point in my time where I didn't get as many likes for some reason I was like on a like dip and I used to get bothered by it and I can't believe the fact that I cared that you know these many people were liking my post it's just something Something about that shouldn't be as important to me as it was at one point of time. And Instagram removing likes is something that I think, I think it was needed. And I think it's a really good step in the right direction by Instagram. And like, thank you, Instagram, for for finally doing something that's going to make people feel better about themselves. And 90% of us are not big time influencers who have millions of followers. Most of us you know, are just regular people with the regular jobs who do regular things. Like, you know, a lot of us don't have those glamorous lives. And 
most of the people who get these big likes on Instagram are these people with these glamorous, amazing lives or celebrities, etc., etc. And just constantly comparing ourselves to them on on like such a high, just like a high basis or a high value, giving them this importance just because they have a lot of likes on Instagram, and somehow thinking we're not worth it enough. Is, is something that needs to end and I'm glad that Instagram is doing it like I'm super happy about that for the longest time I generally think that I found myself this is a thing that I think everybody do, does I think me and my friends do it we don't post photos on Instagram after certain hours of the day for me for the longest time I've only posted photos on Instagram in the margin of 8 to like 10 p.m because that's when most people are active and that is when you can get the most likes. And the fact that I know this, and the fact that I that I actually genuinely follow this, me, who, who doesn't use Instagram to do anything good, like who's not using Instagram as, you know, a career, who's not doing Instagram to get money out of it, anything, you know, that makes it important for me to garner likes, for just my own satisfaction, found myself not posting after 10 p.m. And... I'm not the only one who does this. I know so many other people who are just like me who also do this. And Instagram is... This is an article that I'm going to refer to a lot in in this section of this podcast episode. And it's from Forbes.com. So if you want, you can check it out. It's going to be in the show notes. But they say that Instagram is currently testing a new feature that would hide like counts on your page. Rumors have spread around for a while since the tester leaked screenshots of the new update. But it was officially announced as the Facebook FA Developers Conference, and it will be rolled out in Canada as early as next week. Now, this article is a little bit older, I think. It's from April 30th, so I think it already has been rolled out in Canada. I'm not sure. I think I read something, uh, this YouTuber that I follow who's Canadian, I think he was talking about it. But again, I could be wrong because I don't have this update, so I don't know anything about if it actually happened or not. I would love, you know... there is I have a few people who listen who are from Canada and if you have Instagram accounts and this is already this tester has been rolled out for you please send me screenshots I would love to see how it actually looks like and how you think it is and how it's actually helped you I really want to know from people who have actually experienced it you know in first person happening to them it would be pretty cool just to see how you think it is and how it actually feels happening to you and not just reading about it so Someone called Jane Manchun Wong, I'm sorry if I pronounced her name wrong, she is, I think, a beta tester for Instagram, and she leaked these um, screenshots of the app in which she was testing a prototype. And you know how below every photo you can be like liked by XYZ and 562 others? But in, the, in her screenshot, if you go to you know, a photo by another person, it just says liked by, you know, maybe X or Y and others. It never specifies how many others, which means they don't, they don't actually tell you how many likes you have on your Instagram photo. The original poster obviously has like a list of everybody who liked your photo and has how many likes it has. But you can't really see other people's likes and you can't see who all liked other people's photos. And this is something that I think is kind of cool. I just hope that they just deleted it for us as well like the actual posters because I don't want to see how many likes I have but also I think it's good that you can see who all actually liked your photos but nobody else can judge you based on how many likes you have and for me I haven't really tested this and I would love to test it I would love for this to be a thing that actually happens and we can actually do this to our Instagrams 
and it's not just like a choice thing it happens for everyone it would be pretty amazing and i i want to know how it would make me feel and how instagram would change now according to instagram they did this because they say and they claim that we want our followers to focus on what you share not how many likes your posts get during this test only the person who shares the post will be able to see the total number of likes it gets and i think this this is why i think this is a genius idea let's let's take anything on any any app let's say an instagram photo a lot of the times we will find ourselves judging how a photo does based on how many likes it gets a lot of the times i remember i'm like sitting with my friends we're kind of scrolling the instagram explore page and we will come across this random profile of a girl or something and we will look and she will have like a crazy amount of followers for no reason and we're like you know why does she have so many followers it doesn't add up and then we'll just click on a lot of her photos and they won't have you know the amount of likes you should have for the amount of followers you have kind of thing so you know she will have like 40000 followers but let's say her actual posts get like an average of 200 likes and something about that is fishy right and we find ourselves at least i find myself can kind of be like why you know why does she have 70000 actual followers but she only has like 200 likes on average per photo which you know you definitely should get more than that like on average if you have this many followers and you know let's say a youtube video which is also something that people consume a lot when you see a youtube video you are judging the youtube video based on how many views it has you know influencers are judging their instant youtube videos by like oh you know am i going to hit 1 million views on this like video i have i've seen people go on their like instagram stories and like whatever comments etc and be like my you know my video was at 990k views you know please let's get it to 1 million now 1 million doesn't change anything it's just like one more than the previous number but something about getting that 1m views next to your youtube video is something they all strive at and it doesn't make it any different than having let's say 990000 views you essentially are at pretty similar numbers but there's something about hitting big numbers that everybody kind of strives at and also comments which i think comments uh, in this test or at least they haven't done anything to the comments you can still comment on photos and you know re- reply to them etc etc but even for youtube a lot of the times when i go on a video i will find myself going on the comments and reading what other people are thinking about it and a lot of the times i'm doing this while the video is playing or before the video is playing and when you read like views about so many other people or like your top comments liked by hundreds hundreds and hundreds of other users you will find yourself in a way getting a little bit skewed by everybody else's opinions and it will kind of stop you from making your own you know opinion or making your own criticism about that video or anything that you know that they're posting really because you you're reading hundreds of comments by other people and how they liked it and how they felt about it and having hundreds of people like those comments and kind of give it that validation and gratification and i think you don't think for yourself after a point you're just reading these views and this person like oh this video sucks and a lot of people have liked it and replied to me like yeah you're right dude this video sucks and you're going to look at that video and you're going to want it to prove to you that it sucks because you're wanting to you know kind of get that oh yeah yeah he's right or she's right and i think it's important for creative outlets and creative media to not care a lot about other people's numbers and comments i think are good and they're constructive and you shouldn't remove comments from anything but removing that the number 
is good because anything creative that you put out into the world shouldn't have a number next to it creativity or anything that isn't really like a paper cut job something like that has a little bit of personality to it like an instagram photo or a youtube video etc etc if you put a number next to it you you're kind of giving it its worth and i've seen you know sh- stupid videos get millions of views and i've seen some really really amazing you know short films or really amazing you know videos by smaller youtubers getting let's say 15000 views when i know the amount of effort that's put in that video and the amount of just how good it is you know is not defined by the number of views it gets and having instagram remove that removing the validation next to your post is good because you get to see the post for what it actually is and you kind of get to make your own assumption about it you kind of get to make your own thoughts about it and kind of have your own opinion on it without being skewed by the number of likes or the number of comments it has and with the test instagram plans to remove the total number of likes from photos and videos that show up on the main feed profiles and permalink pages only the account user will be able to see the number of likes a post receives it will also show a couple of profile photos next to a call out of a few who have liked the photo as it does now but it will no longer show the exact count of people who liked it Now Instagram says the reason for this update test is to have users concentrate on their posts and interacting with the app rather than the likes. Many users will delete photos that do not get enough likes. Many studies have been conducted on the culture surrounding social media and the unhealthy obsession with likes and comparisons to others online. A recent report from UK's Royal Society for Public Health and the Young Health Movement looked at the impact of different social media platforms on mental health. Well, there were some positives about ac- accessing health information and the opportunity for self-expression and you know feeling of community the negative factors were heavy things like anxiety depression loneliness sleep quality and negative impact on body image were all reported now the hope is by getting rid of these liking aspect of these apps it could reduce some of those negative effects about getting enough likes on a post and eliminate the competition to have the most likable post if you all remember um This is something that I think is funny the the egg which is like the most liked photo on Instagram it's not even the best photo on Instagram I'm just going to go ahead and say it there is nothing cool about that photo there are so many cooler photos on Instagram but just because it was like a thing that was kind of ironical and kind of funny and a lot of people were doing it kind of to beat Kylie Jenner's photo of her baby which you know I'm going to be honest that that post deserves more likes than an egg it's someone's baby like you're really saying that a stupid egg has more value than anything else that's been posted on instagram no obviously not there is so much better content on instagram which has less likes and this is literally me proving my point when i say that um taking a creative you know a uh, form of expression and giving it a number is negative and it doesn't help so that is that is something i wanted to kind of get across so this post is getting to it so continuing while there's a benefit for many some influencers have expressed concern about their feed rankings in the algorithm and their source of income there are currently no plans to hide follow accounts and profiles which are the main source of sponsorship for influencers developers will most likely need to update the algorithm to reflect the inability to publicly see likes and then find a new way to curate content feeds based on the popularity of a post such as engagement through comments there are other updates that were found in their latest tests such as chat threads chat thread stickers for direct messages augmented reality feed, feed filters for direct video calls silent who even video calls on instagram 
I haven't seen one person use that feature. It's not needed, but it's there. Like, why? Nobody uses Instagram for direct video calls. Anyways, continuing. Simultaneous co-watching of recommended videos through direct. This I like. This is cool. This will actually make sure that people I send memes to actually view them and not just tell me that it was funny by double tapping on my meme. Anyway, um, karaoke style lyrics that appear synced to soundtracks and stories. Dude, these are these are updates that I'm really interested in. <laughs> Fuck the likes, dude. I want karaoke style lyrics that appear synced to soundtracks in my stories. Emoji reactions to feed. Ooh, emoji reactions to feed posts. That is so cool. I love emoji reactions. I love them. I've had people, um, this one girl randomly, she laugh reacted to uh, an, a story of mine, which is not supposed to be laugh reacted to. And I just found myself getting so like, why did you laugh react at this? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just flipping through stories. I'm like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. You really think my suffering is funny. Anyway, and there's a shopping bag for commerce. Have you guys noticed recently that a lot of um, these like um, shopping Instagrams, when you like when you like ta- tap on a post to see who all are tagged, it will actually show you what item is for sale and how much is for sale for. Like you can go on that. Um, let's say I think the Fenty Beauty thing also has it, or like a lot of you know stores or companies. So you can go to that Instagram page and click on any post, and instead of finding things that are tagged they will actually show you like which product they're selling and how much it's for. Like it literally shows you the price and then it goes to a button below called shop now where you can literally directly shop it. So that is some crazy, some crazy level thing. Um, Now this is starting in Canada. It's not certain if they would begin to test in other places. Like many tests, they will have to see an increase in positive interaction and user engagement to expand. And I hope that happens. I hope this is somehow successful in whichever you know, way they're checking if this is successful because I would love to, for this to be an actual thing. Um, this might, and if it's actually successful, I think other platforms will start doing it. And I just want YouTube to do it. That's the next one. I don't really even care about Facebook. You know, Facebook is kind of dead to me. And I know that maybe for a lot of people, Facebook is not dead. But uh, I'm going to be honest, a lot of kids my age are not really using Facebook. So, you know, I think having it on YouTube next could be a pretty, pretty good step. So that was why Instagram is removing likes. And this, this is what I wanted to talk about. Now, if you have, this is like the best part of the podcast, because I actually reveal a surprise, which I should have actually hinted in the beginning that this was a surprise, because I don't know if anyone's going to watch till like this moment on. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to log on to Instagram using my laptop for a reason is I want to do a seven-day or a one-week Instagram detox. And I want to give up hard, like, cold blood, like, cold turkey, give up on Instagram for one entire week. Now, that can be nothing for some people. But for me, I spend two hours on Instagram on a daily basis. So, um, I think I will get a lot of my time back. And I want to do it because I've seen so many people do this on YouTube. I haven't really seen a podcast um episode this is definitely not an original idea i'm just taking something that's been done a lot and it's been kind of going around youtube for a while where people give up social media for a week and i definitely want to start with instagram there is no other social media platform that i use too much 
I do have Twitter, but I don't use Twitter a lot. I think I probably spend 20 minutes on Twitter a day. And um, I just use it to like memes. It's not supposed to be about... And like, and Twitter has never been about, you know, how good you look. It's just been about stuff that's funny. And I love Twitter because it gives me a lot of, like, updates about what's going on in the actual world, which I really, really like. So I think Twitter stays. I think Twitter is productive for me. I like Twitter. Twitter never made me cry. Like, it never has made me feel bad. And Instagram has genuinely made me feel bad so many times. So I'm going to do that. And I was thinking I was just going to delete the app from my phone. And I realized that I can literally go on my laptop and go to Instagram where I'm already logged in and log in at any point. And re-downloading an app is more effort. But just going on Instagram.com and, you know, looking at all my Instagram posts is... It's not doing it right in my sense. So that's why I want to temporarily disable my account. So if anybody wants to message me, they can't. If anybody wants to see my photos, they can't. And if anybody asks me, which I also want to see how many people would notice that my account just up and deleted itself. And it's not going to be a permanent delete because I don't have the I don't have the strength to do that. So it is going to be temporarily. Um, you can't do it through your phone app. So you have to log on to Instagram through web through your laptop to be able to actually temporarily disable your account and it can get this undisabled the moment you log back in again so it's definitely safe um and i'm super excited to actually do this as of right now i just want to kind of no one can really unfollow me that is cool no one really unfollows me in this process and no one really dms me so i have really nothing to get back to which i which i think is nice like Something about if my account still existed and I just logged out, the feeling that somebody might have texted me on Instagram right now might be the reason I kind of forced myself to open it again. But because I know nobody can tag me in things, nobody can DM me anything and, and anything of that sort, I think this is better because I'm not losing out on anything and there's really nothing happening to my account directly that I'm not being able to view in real time. So I don't have any unread messages as of right now. And I think I'm going to give stats, which I don't really know. These stats are not going to change. So I just think I have 853 posts and I I have 2,031 followers and I'm following 367 people, which I'm going to be honest. Uh, the next thing Instagram should work on is removing the followers and following count because um, the amount of times I've judged people just because their followers and following count is a little weird is kind of crazy. So I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't be allowed to look at so many numbers. I shouldn't be allowed to look at a number next to a person's face. That is scary. Like, why are people who are different, people have personalities, people are not like a linear scale. And we all have a fucking linear number next to us. Like, this is Twitter. She has 2031 followers. That makes her cooler than X person who has 500. But Y person who has 5,000 is cooler than her. Like, no, dude. That is not how it's supposed to work. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to disable my account on my laptop. I'm also going to delete the app so that I'm not um, tempted to log back in again. I do have a poetry account called We Writes, which I don't use anymore. So I don't think that's really anything to be scared of. Um, there is nothing really that I want to post. I don't have any inclination to post anything. The last post that I did was five days ago. So that would make it the 4th of May. 
and I don't have anything that I posted after that and I don't think I'm going to so I'm super excited about this so I'm gonna quickly do that right now I'm gonna pause this recording thing I'm gonna go disable my account I'm gonna delete my app and I will be back So I just did it. My Instagram is deleted. I mean temporarily. So that means people cannot find it. I I genuinely, three seconds after doing it, I feel so much better. Like I, I don't know. This has to be good. And this is a preface into what my next episode is going to be like. So my next episode is going to be a whole rundown. It's going to be a week from now. And I'm going to give a whole rundown of how I felt. And I think I'm going to check back every single day and record like my, you know, daily, you know, thoughts about how this purge went. And I'm going to compile all of it and make it next week's video. Video? No. Episode. Jeez. I'm going to make it next week's podcast episode. So that was it for today. I hope you liked this. I hope it made you feel better. I was just ranting about Instagram and talking about how the whole likes feature is. And, you know, this is... This is what it was and I hope you really enjoyed it and I've been loving doing more ranty episodes and also, oh my god, I completely forgot, uh, we hit one-fourth of my next goal which is 1000 so we've hit 250 today so thank you so much for doing that. I went on a little break recently so I think, you know, I'm glad to be back on it, I'm glad to, you know, record episodes again, I'm super excited. Um... My The latest episode that I posted called I'm Sorry, which I just rambled about apologizing, has been doing pretty well and it's gotten a lot of listens uh, as compared to like other things, other episodes that I posted recently. So I'm glad clickbait works because that was clickbait and I was trying how clickbait is and I feel like clickbait works because a lot of my most listened to podcasts... Wow, look at me. I'm The moment I deleted Instagram... I genuinely started looking at the numbers on another app. I need to stop looking at numbers. Jeez. And this is why I like podcasts. Because when you listen to this episode, you do not know how many listens this has. And you don't know how many subscribers I have on my um, iTunes. Even I don't know how many subscribers I have. Like, I have no count of how many subs. I have a count of listens. I have a count of how many people, like, reviewed or rated it. And this is why I genuinely think podcast is, like, the podcast app is such like a healthy place because it doesn't show you how many it doesn't give you any numbers it's just like it, even if it shows like the most popular episodes it just shows you oh this is the best of each episode it doesn't show you how many views it has and how much it is better than other episodes it definitely has a top chart and it has like a new and noteworthy thing and you can browse and find yourself on like the ratings and the featured and blah 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 but i think that is that is fine um so yeah, this is why I like podcasts better than I like Instagram. It's so much more comfortable to be here. You kind of do your own thing. And that was about it. Super excited. Stay tuned for next week's podcast episode to see how I actually did. And today is the 9th of May when you're listening to this, when I recorded this. So I'm going to reopen Instagram on the 16th of May and see what happens. And I'm glad to see how I live this I'm kind of confused as to how to end this because 
you know, I never thought that I would actually go ahead and delete it. I just thought this was something I would do. And while I was recording this episode, something in my brain was like, you have to delete your Instagram. This is so toxic for you and for everybody involved. Delete it. So I have. And that would be it for this episode. I'm also not going to do a good, bad, ugly because I just don't feel like it. And I think this episode has had a lot of content in it as, you know, apart from that. I hope you guys are having a good day. I hope you guys also, oh, if you guys want, you can do this purge with me. Like also, you know, disable your Instagram account for a week and then we can both do it together. That would be kind of cool. Um, I was about to say, like, make sure to reach out to me on my Instagram if you like this episode. And I can't say that. I can't say that because there is no Instagram to reach out to. This is scary. Dude, maybe I should have just logged out. Because <laughs> then people would... No, 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 no. I need to stop. I'm literally having a breakdown right now. You heard... I, you know what? I'm going to leave my breakdown in. I literally just had a whole, like, mental rumble about the fact that if anybody wants to talk to me, they can't. Because they can't even leave a message and I'll get back to it a week later. Like, they just can't reach to me at all. Okay, I'm going to stop rambling. This is it. This is it. I'm going to have to live with it for a week. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm glad that I did this. I'm not going to regret it. I'm not going to log back in. And I'm going to check back in with you guys next week to see my actual everyday thoughts about it. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a good day. I hope you smiled today. I hope you smiled somewhere in the middle of this podcast, which I doubt you did because this podcast was kind of a little bit deeper and not funny. But I hope you smile now because uh, this podcast is ending and you can, you know, that is funny. That's great. You made it. Woohoo. Give yourself a pat on the back and smile, please. Thank you. Okay. I'm done. Um, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys take it one day at a time. Bye-bye.